Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Casting judgment, I just didn't know what I'm keeping in a hand. And that will never change. You can hear it or you love it. What's up, people? It's your boy Tevin Jameer back at it again with another episode of the Hate It or Love It podcast. Um, I didn't feel like this was gonna be a long episode and to be honest, I'm really not trying to make it that long of an episode this week. So, you know, that's why I didn't pull out the camera equipment or nothing like that. But, hey, I just wanted to make sure I gave you all an episode this week. So, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I don't really have too much topics to talk about. The first two things I do want to talk about is more just like quick things. Um, So, lately what I've been up to, because I mean, I think this is what I've been doing for like the past few weeks is like telling y'all what I've been up to or like some or like something notable that happened this week or whatever. And this past week, I finally went to my first boxing match. And that's that was a very special thing for me because um, I'm not really much of a sports guy. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, some people might already know that about me, but like I'm not really much of a sports person. You know, I try to keep up with the NFL and NBA sometimes, but I can't really keep up with it, especially since I don't really have cable. So, like, you know, sometimes you can catch some games, sometimes you can't. Um, You know, my mom does pay for Sling, but Sling, you know, they have their blue and orange tiers and most sports games come on the orange tier. And, you know, if you're on the orange or yellow or whatever the colors are, you know, when you're on that one tier that is in blue, then only one person can watch a stream at a time. So sometimes it is hard for me to keep up with like, you know, sports and whatever. But you know, when I really want to catch up, like I really just watch highlights of each game from probably like Chris Move or like other people. So yeah, but all that being said, I'm not much of a sports guy. You know, I don't really watch the NFL like that unless it's like big games like the Super Bowl or whatever. The NBA. Now I do keep up a little bit more with the NBA, but like I don't keep up like that. The only sport that I really try to keep up with that much is really boxing. And that's why I was so hyped because like boxing and UFC and one of the reasons I can't keep up with sports like that is because sometimes watching sports on TV, you know, I can get distracted easily from it. Like basketball, you know, if I try to watch an NBA game, I catch myself most of the time staring at my phone 
or like, you know, same with NFL games. Like I'll just easily get distracted. But with but with sports like boxing and UFC, I don't really get distracted that easily. And the only time I can pay attention to football and NBA and even baseball is when I'm at the games physically. But boxing and UFC and, you know, stuff like that, they're the only sports where I really do not need to be there in order for me to pay attention. So I usually have watched boxing matches at home and whatever, and I've always wanted to go to a, like a match in person, but um, my cousin, he knew one of the boxers, and forgive me if I get his name wrong for anybody that... Um, for anybody that keeps up with boxing a lot more than I do, I think the guy's name was Derek Webster. I think that was his name. He was in the first Creed movie, and uh, I think he played the bank. You know, the boxer nicknamed the bank in the first Creed movie. He was in the first Creed movie. And my cousin had an extra ticket because, you know, of course, boxers can give out tickets to their matches and whatever. So my cousin had an extra ticket for me to go. Or he had an extra ticket, you know, just for anybody to go. He had, uh, at first he only had one and he was leaving it up to me and his other cousin. And then his other cousin responded back first. So I was like, dang, man, I couldn't have gone. But then he got an extra ticket for me to go. And that was, that was just cool. That was just a cool experience to go. Cause like, you know, like I said, I love boxing. It's one of those sports that I'm actually into and that I pay attention to. And going in person was finally fun for the first time. If you guys are watching the video version of this on YouTube, I'll probably have like videos and pictures of the event on the screen. But yeah, like that was just fun going, you know, for the matches and stuff like that. I think there was like five matches overall. And the main event was this uh, one boxer. Her name was, I think her, I think her first name is Liana, but I just know that her name was Liana Cruz. And yeah, you know, it was a fun time going to my first boxing match. I told him, um, or I told my cousin, like if he gets any more extra tickets like you know tell me let me know apparently his other cousin is supposed to be getting into boxing so he said that he was going to hit us with some tickets when when his first match come up so I just can't wait for that that was like a cool experience I had because like I love boxing and like you know going to the first match that's something I'm never going to forget, especially since my first time going to a boxing event was like a very memorable event, like the atmosphere, the people in the crowd, like how the matches went down. Like it, it was an unforgettable experience. So I hope to go to more. And, you know, that was one thing because my friends also wanted to go to the club um, that night, too. My one friend wanted us all to go to the club and I had to choose between going to a boxing match or going to the club. And like we go to the club a lot. So I said, you know, I'm going with the boxing match. I'd rather do that. And it's just because, you know, we're young and, you know, we want to have these fun experiences. But my thing is, you know, sometimes I just like doing other fun things besides just going to the club. Like, I mean, that's the thing that a lot of young people do. We just go to clubs and there's other things we can do to have fun and whatever. So, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with going to a club or whatever, 
But, you know, there's other fun things to do out there. And, you know, I'd rather do something new that I've never done before than do the same thing that I've done over and over and over before. Like, you know, clubs are fun. You get to meet people. I'll ask some pretty girls. Like, you know, it's fun and all. But sometimes you like to go do something different, like maybe go to an amusement park or, you know, go or go to a boxing match. Like, you know, I'm just saying. So. That was just a fun experience for me. I hope I go back to another one soon because, you know, it was cool. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk about before I get to, like, the real serious topic I want to touch on. If you guys have been longtime fans of my channel, you know that me, Mikey, Jalen, Naeem, Milan... We used to have a whole crew that loved playing, you know, 2K. I even privated all my old 2K videos. I, I privated most of my old gameplay videos. But if I was to unprivate it, you would see that, like, you know, me and my boys, we used to go in on 2K. We used to have this group. We used to play people. We were trying to become, like, you know, some big NBA YouTubers. Well, not really be NBA YouTubers, but, like, we were we were kind of a group that played NBA a lot and we would post a lot of our gameplays on YouTube and whatever. So we weren't trying to be like an actual like 2k group, but you know, people was rocking with us for our 2k videos. And I'm not going to lie. The group kind of started to slow down a little bit in 2k 17 and 18 because you know, some members, it took them a while to get some of the newer games. And then for me, I just didn't like the direction that 2K was going in. So I took a long hiatus of not buying 2Ks. Cause one thing about me, if I feel like a game series is getting trash, I'm not gonna buy it because you know, every year I hear people complaining about 2K, like, oh, they're doing this. We hate that 2K is doing that. We wish 2K would fix this. But the problem is, you know, they're only going to respond to your pockets. Like if you're paying them, then they're going to keep doing what they're doing. And I'm someone where I don't care how big a company is. I don't care how many fans they got. I'm not going to put in my money if I don't like what I'm seeing. And if I don't like what I'm playing, then I'm not going to support it. So I think the last 2K I bought until this one was 2018, 2K18. 2K18 was my breaking point. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not buying another 2K. I'm just, I'm just done. And over the years, I would still hear people complain about it. But then, you know, I started to hear a few good things in these past few years. And this past week, 2K13 had like a crazy, I mean, 2K23 had like a crazy deal. Like this was probably one of the best deals that I saw in a while for this game. And I was like, you know what, man, screw it. Let me download 2K23. Let me see what this is about. So I bought it. And yes, for any longtime fans, your boy is finally back on 2K. I will say that I was strict about not playing 2K since, you know, 2018. So, like, I suck at the game. I feel like a completely new player. You know, a lot of the old animations I used to use in 2K games are gone. Um, the game just feels so different. I mean, it feels similar. It feels familiar in certain ways. But it feels so different since I haven't played it in, like... 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, in like four to five years, I haven't played it. So like, 
it's crazy. Like this game feels so different, but feels so the same at the same time. So, you know, I haven't really done much yet. I know how serious, you know, your record is on park. So right now I'm only playing like my career games so that I can get my boy up there. You guys know I'm, I'm spending money on VC. I'm trying to get my boy up to a decent point so that when I finally hit the park, you know, I can finally do some decent games and whatever like that. So yeah, I don't even know if Mikey and Jalen and all of them know that I'm back on 2K, but like, yeah, I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm back on 2K. I never thought this day would happen. Or I knew it would happen that I would buy another 2K again. Like, I was waiting until I heard more better things to do it, and I, I have been these past few years. So, like, you know, I knew it would have happened, but I didn't think it would happen this soon. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. Being back on 2K is crazy. Um, now, like I said in the video or the episode with Corey on the podcast, um, I don't know if I'll be uploading like gameplay because one thing I've been trying to do is be consistent with the algorithm. So it knows how to, um, you know, share my videos and stuff like that. And one of the sacrifices I had to make was I had to, you know, unlist those gameplay videos. I had to unlist some of the biggest videos on my channel just so that this podcast and so that my channel could strive overall. And me, I'm not really a multi-channel type of person. I mean, I know it's pretty easy to do, but I'm just not a multi-channel type person. So, I don't know if I'm going to upload like 2K gameplay and stuff like that. Most likely it's going to be a no. But when I say that, I don't know. I feel like it's more. I don't know if I'm going to make another channel just for gameplays. I have been contemplating making new channels for other things. Like, you know, when I do my podcast stuff, people really seem to just like the podcast area. But sometimes I want to make vlogs or other stuff like that. Or even my long form content where... You know, just like my A24 and my Studio Ghibli videos, they're not, you know, I haven't started them yet. But I mean, like, even with my PNB Rock video, that's an example of a video that's already out where I'm doing something kind of different than the podcast. I noticed that the numbers on that video was kind of lower. I even seen a dislike, and I think it probably came from maybe somebody that genuinely didn't like my video, but it probably came from someone who's used to just the podcast stuff and they want to just only have podcast content. So I don't know if I'm going to make other channels for the other stuff. Cause you know, I don't feel like managing multiple channels, but I'll let y'all know if I do, I will let y'all know, but just know your boy is back on 2k. Maybe I'll do a little something special. Maybe when at the end of the year, when the game, you know, when 2k 24 is about to come out, who knows? I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I just wanted to make that announcement for any day one fans. Cause I know people used to love my 2k videos a lot, but with that out of the way, let's get to the main topic that I wanted to talk about today. And like I said, this is why I didn't think it was going to be a long episode because I really only had one main topic I wanted to talk about. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, excuse me, was um this Trap Lore Ross with the King Von documentary, you know, controversy that's been going on recently. So if you guys don't know who Trap Lord Ross is, he usually makes a lot of like rap related and hip hop related like documentaries. And he like, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I've been following his channel for a minute and 
you know, his early videos where it was more like short form, they were cool and whatever, but I really started getting more into his channel, like a lot more once he started doing these full on documentaries, like he would do documentaries that I believe would be like television worthy. Like I could see this being caught on like you know regular television i can see maybe him making a professional documentary for hulu or something like that like his long form documentaries that feel like movies like he makes these like two to three hours long so sometimes they really do feel like full-on movies about these people's lives and you know i i really love his content especially when you know I love, I'm the type of person that loves long form content, hence why I don't care too much how long my podcasts be lasting, because I know there's other people out there like me who loves long form content. So like when he be making those two to three hours documentaries, man, best believe I'd be sitting my ass down and really be watching like those two to three hours. Or if I can't even watch them like straight, then I'll play them at times when I know I have a lot of time on my hands. Like when I'm at work. And, like, I have time to put in my headphones and listen. Man, I be going through most of his documentaries. So, like, yeah, I love his documentaries. But, um, so recently, his latest one, and he teased that he's about to make an NBA Youngboy one. But his latest one was about King Von, in which he called himself the, um, or which he called King Von Rap's first serial killer. And I'm not going to look up the criteria for a, for a serial killer because I've literally seen every video that discussed his documentary, look up the criteria. So like, you know, do I feel like he fits in the criteria? Well, yeah, I, I believe King Von does fit that criteria. And you know, some people may argue like, you know, he was he wasn't the one that committed all the murders and stuff like that. But whether he committed all of them or not, he still played a part in them. And the one thing I want to touch on about this topic is one. Do these reporters do these documentaries like do people like Trap Lord Ross and academics play a part in this violence that's going on in these inner cities? And then also I want to touch on fans where we kind of had to start holding, you know, the rappers accountable for the violence in these cities. So first off, all right, and I feel like I spoke on this before in like, you know, one of my early videos on this channel, but where do I feel like, you know, where do I stand on the whole people reporting on this violence and stuff like that? If you ask me, there is nothing completely, like there is nothing wrong with what academics and what Trap Lord Ross does. Because Trap Lord Ross caused so much heat in this video talking about, I mean, in his documentary, talking about the stuff that he reported in the video were fake and that, you know, him doing these videos can incite more violence and stuff like that. And if you ask me, and I, hey, I'm willing to talk about this with people. I've been talking about this with people. So, you know, I stand firm on my beliefs, but I really don't think academics and Trap Lord Ross has done anything to, you know, promote more violence or provoke more violence. Because here's the thing. If you want to get on them about reporting all the crimes and stuff like that, 
then y'all also need to get on these major news networks that also promote crime or not promote crime, but like report crime because it just don't make sense. And I mean, I have heard arguments where they do kind of make sense where it's like, you know, people don't get on major news corporations, but they get on people like Traveler Ross and academics because there's a face there. There's somebody for someone to point the finger at. And that makes sense. I won't lie. That does make sense. Like, you know, major news corporation, that's a whole team that's a whole like you know that's basically like industry pushed and stuff like that there's a whole corporation right there academics it's easy to point fingers when it's just one person really doing the shit but my thing is he's not doing anything wrong because some people will say that their videos you know provoke people to retaliate and stuff like that but the thing is whether they were reporting it on it or not the shit was going to happen because the violence didn't start with them. The violence was already going on and all they did was just start telling people about it. Like that's all it was, whether they were reporting it or not. I bet you, I bet you it trapped Ross and academics went three months without doing any reports on what was going on. I bet you if they went three months, the violence is still going to keep happening. So them you know, telling these people stories that doesn't do anything to stop it. Like that doesn't do anything to continue it. That doesn't do anything to stop it. Them telling these stories ain't doing shit. All right. That's all it is. And yeah, the people now people like to point at academics, you know, the war in Chirac and whatever. And do I really think, do I really think it was in the best taste for act to be making you know, jokes here and there. Yeah, the jokes was pretty tasteless. I'm not going to lie, but I'm also not going to lie that he didn't make it entertaining and that he was able to like, you know, make awareness for it. Because overall, you got to look at, you got to look at the intention of why the people did it. Trapler Ross, he doesn't make that much jokes. And when he does, he tries to make it as tasteful as possible. But, you know, the main reason that Traplor Ross does the documentaries that he does is that he's trying to make awareness to what's really going on out here in these rappers lives and what's going on out here in the streets, which, you know, he's not from the streets. He's a white dude from the UK or whatever, but still the videos that he does do make awareness. We are looking at the truth of what's really going on. And this brings me into my second topic because he is a King Von fan, but he's still able to look at the truth that King Von was, you know, a demon as King Von called himself a lot. And this brings me into my second topic or into my next point about this topic where us rap fans need to start being realistic about these rappers that not that I look up to them, but that most rap fans, they look up to their favorite rappers and shit because I'm not going to lie. I am a huge King Von fan. Like, I love King Von's music. Like, you know, I'm someone I'm I'm try, I try to be a positive person. I don't promote no violence. I don't try to come off like no gangster or anything like that. I don't try none of that. And I don't look up to people that, you know, be trying to push violence and stuff like that. But King Von, his music was the truth. I ain't even gonna lie. I loved his music. I used to bang uh, Took Her to the O all the time. One of my favorite songs is I Am What I Am. Like when I got my first car, well, I, I still have my first car, but when I got my car, 
Like, I was rolling around, you know, when you get your first car and you just, you know, feel like the shit and you start blasting your music, riding around the city and whatever. I Am What I Am was literally one of the first few songs I blasted in my car. Like, King Von's music, I love his music. But as a person, and this is no disrespect, this is no disrespect. I don't mean no disrespect. But as a person, he was a very flawed individual. And I can't sit here and lie because... People need to start learning how to separate the art and the person. Uh, And I'm someone that fully loves doing or not love doing it, but I'm someone that can do that. But separating the person from the art is like so. And and the thing about it is me and my friends used to talk about this all the time. And my friend Josh would ask me, like, Tevin, how do you separate the person from the art? And I was like, I can only really judge you know, the art, if it's really based on their personal lives. And King Von is probably one of the first artists that kind of tests how I feel about that statement, because, you know, he is someone where his music, he is basically snitching on himself. Like, I know his lawyers were shaking in their fucking boots every time he dropped a song, let alone dropped a whole damn mixtape. I know if he dropped one verse... This dude could drop one damn verse, and I know his lawyers were shaking in their goddamn boots. Like, that's how this dude really used to be self-snitching on himself. And, like, here's the thing. I love his music. And truth be told, I've seen interviews with him where he basically did open up. Like, he didn't want to live that lifestyle, but that's just kind of the lifestyle you got to live when you live in a place like Chicago. And I can understand that feeling. I can understand that, you know, you may have not wanted to live this life, but you were just kind of thrown into it, and now you're trying to embrace it. But that still doesn't justify, you know... As a human being, now I can get it in songs and entertainment and like, you know, the lifestyle that you live, I can get in that aspect where, you know, you can try to diss your ops on songs and stuff like that. But as a human being, like take out the music, take out all of that as a human being, there is no reason to be sitting there laughing and enjoying somebody else's death. Like, you know, this whole conversation on you know, violence and music and, you know, how gang members express themselves. It's a very slippery slope. I feel like it's a very like tough conversation to have because in ways you can kind of understand why King Von is the way that he is. You can understand, you know, why he does the things that he does and you can have some sympathy for him. I'm not going to lie. As much as I think King Von was a very flawed person and obviously the environment that he grew up in was not good for him at all. I can still sympathize with why he became who he became. But then at the same time, it's like us rap fans and even the rappers themselves, we need to start acknowledging the parts that we play into the shit because As far as rappers, I remember back in the day, most of the rappers, and I'm not trying to sound like no old head because I ain't even old, but like most of the rappers back in the day, the reasons they used to do the shit that they do was so that they could have better lives and they don't have to keep doing this shit no more. But nowadays it's like rappers that, you know, is on that gang shit that's selling drugs and whatever. It's almost like it gets 10 times more crazier when they become famous It's almost like y'all just doing it just to get the money, but now y'all still just really embracing the shit. Like, 
you know, like I said, as much as I like King Von and as much as I can sympathize with the type of person he was, there was no damn reason to get hit records, make all this money, and then you put the money back into the hood, not to make your hood better, but so that your shooters can go kill your op who's not nowhere as close as big as you. Like, come on, bro. Like, you reach a certain point of success where that shit back in the day just got to drop. And I'm not saying, like, don't care about your hood. Don't care about, like, the people that's still there. I'm not saying that. But, man, that money that you put into those hitters that could ki- that, that killed FBG Duck, you could have put that money into where, like, you know, you can give back to the schools. You can do a toy drive or something like that. Like, that's the type of shit that I mean, like... <sighs> I don't know. Like I said, this conversation is a very tough one because you can look at it on either side. Like, you know, you can look at how, you know, his environment made him like that. And that was the lifestyle that he's in. And he's not just going to stop living that lifestyle just because like a thousand dollar check hit his account. Like I can get that. But like I said, it's a very tough conversation because you can really argue for either side. But I'm, and while I am a big King Von fan, while I do sympathize and stuff like that, I still acknowledge that just as a human being, like, you know, there were certain things that he did where it's like, come on, bro, you didn't have to do all that. And not even just King Von, but like, this is also what I wanted to talk about as far as like us as rap fans, because sometimes we be praising the people and we be, you know, cheering for the people that really doesn't deserve the cheers and stuff like that. And this is the last time I'm bring, I'm going to bring up King Von because I do want to touch on like other rappers where people be doing shit like this. But like, even in the situation where King Von died as a rap fan of King Von, I was sad. I was pissed off. Like I was mad that King Von died. Like that was one of the saddest rap deaths to me ever. But looking at it in real like looking at it realistically looking at it in a real life standpoint Quando Rondo's people did what was supposed to happen they did what they were supposed to do when one of your people get when one of your people you know is a breadwinner they're the entertainer they're you know they're getting the bag and they're putting in money for you they taking care of you and your family they're giving you opportunities to go do big things too you're supposed to protect the breadwinner at all costs at least you know when you're in that type of lifestyle you know when one of, like when one of your people get on you got to move i heard a lot of celebrities say this too even people that's not in the streets when when you become a breadwinner or you become a celebrity, the people around you also got to start moving different, too. They got to start, you know, protecting you. They also got to. Well, they don't have to protect you, but you know what I mean? You know, some people will protect you. Some people will, you know, change their lifestyle so that they don't put you in a fucked up position like the people that was around Quando Rondo did what they were supposed to do that night. If you see your man, if well, if y'all about that life and you see a man getting attacked, you're going to do whatever it takes to protect that person. So as a King Von fan, I was mad that King Von died. I was sad. But as a person that knows how life goes and that can look at a situation, you know, objectively, they did what they were supposed to do. Lil Tim did nothing wrong. And that's the sad thing about it. You know, when you're a King Von fan, you can look at it in a certain point of view. You can say, fuck Quando Rondo. You can say, fuck Lil Tim, because I'm not going to lie. There were certain moments where I said stuff like that. But when you look at it realistically and you look at it like 
you know, objectively as a person, they didn't do anything wrong. They saw their friend getting attacked and just like anybody else, you know, you you try to protect your friend. I've been in situations before where well, I mean, no guns were involved, but I've been in situations before where people threatened my friends. And, you know, just like the loyal friend that I am, I'm going to step up for them. And my friend wasn't even no damn breadwinner. So just being, you know, a realistic person, they didn't do anything wrong. And that's the sad thing about it. So it's sad that King Von died. But in a way, you know, he made the decisions that led him to that point. And it's just like the saying that a lot of people say, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And that's the sad thing about it. Like you can feel for the person however you feel, but if they put themselves in that messed up position, then all you can say is RIP, but damn, why'd they have to make that choice? That's all you can really say. And like I said, another rapper that I see this, you know, same conversation come up with is Tay K. Cause Tay K like he murdered a few people he was involved in a couple murders and now pretty much from what i hear he's spending the rest of his life in prison and people is screaming free tay k you know give him another chance but the thing is let's keep it real this dude was killing people this dude was involved in other people's murders and then even the people that he killed like you know when he made that song the race and this is another person I'm conflicted on because I love Tay K's music. I didn't I didn't hear his whole discography like I did with King Von, but everything I heard from Tay K, I love his music. The race was a banger, but at the end of the day, the song was still about him being on the run for the murder charges he was on. Like, come on, bro. Let's like let's keep it real. Like, come on. We can have our favorite artists and shit like that, but we still got to acknowledge that these are people that has done things that got them where they are. Like TK, people are saying free TK like he's fully innocent. Bruh, he is not fully innocent. And I like his music just as much as the next person. But if the person did something wrong, then they did something wrong. And that's not me trying to take up for police because, trust me, I don't fuck with police either. That ain't me taking up for, like, anything. That's just me being a realistic human being and seeing that when people do something wrong, then they got to fully accept the consequences of it. You know, like I said, live by the sword, you die by the sword. So... That's one thing I want us rap fans to acknowledge is like, you know, we can have our favorite artists. We can, you know, love these rappers music, but let's not be blind to the type of person that they are. Let's not be blind to the people that they are. And I'm not and I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm better than the other person. I'm not holier than thou because I've found times where I looked up to rappers thinking of thinking that they had this one image about them when really low key, you know, they've been doing stuff too. Like, you know, growing up, I've usually looked up to more rappers like Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole or whatever. And partly because they seem like more the smarter guys that knew about the streets, but they knew how to move better than that. And, you know, I was also looking at, you know, their relationships with their wives and their girlfriends. And I was like, man, they look loyal and shit like that. But then you listen to their music where they admit like, yeah, you know, my girl was there for me through all these times. But I cheated. I messed up. And it's like, damn. And in moments like that, that's when you realize. And I mean, also not trying to be no snitch or anything, even though this is a known theory in hip hop space. But apparently there's a theory that Kendrick did kill somebody. 
Of course, he's not going to admit it, but still, you know, hearing stuff like that, it's almost like, damn, at the end of the day, these are still, uh, these are still people too that can, that are capable of making their own mistakes. So yeah, like basically I just want to wrap this up just by saying that whether you're a fan of a rapper or not, we still need to look at them as people and we still need to acknowledge whether they've done something wrong or not. And this is me completely loving King Von's music. Like I said, no disrespect to him as a person, but if we're going to keep it objective, we got to keep it real. These people are human too. They've done bad things that got them to where they are. But at the same time, there are also good qualities about these people. And you know, that's the crazy thing about this shit. This is the, this is making me about to go into like a whole conversation about life, but like, yeah, like it's just crazy seeing people put blame on Trapler Ross and academics and other stuff like that and somewhat defending a killer because of them reporting it. But at the end of the day, them reporting it, they're not doing anything wrong. I mean, academics with some of his jokes, but like with the intention of just trying to make awareness, there's nothing wrong with that. And then as far as like, you know, the roles that we play and these rappers and stuff like that, because one thing about it, these rappers do acknowledge the things that we say on social media. Like sometimes these rappers could be really about it but then they feel like they got to do something more to prove to fans and social media that they're really about that because let's not act like social media don't play a part in some of the reasons why these rappers do do the things that they do because they want to try to prove to people and they want to prove to fans what they really about when really at the end of the day you know these are humans we can't keep pushing them to do what they do. And sometimes when they do something bad, we got to hold them accountable for it. And that's just, that's just really what it is. So I want to end off this episode just by saying, you know, guys acknowledge that these entertainers, and I know I've only been talking about rappers, but acknowledge that entertainers, these celebrities, they're all people just like us. Don't be putting them on no pedestal. Don't be giving them passes because you like their work. You know, if these people are slipping and they're doing something bad or whatever, vice versa or whatever, just acknowledge the people that they really are. Because as much as I love King Von's music, at the end of the day, he was still a murderer. And as much as he was talking about all his murders, as much as he was talking about the people that he killed and bragging about it on songs and calling him a demon, at some point, the tables were going to turn on him. And as sad as I am that those tables turned on him, just like I said, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And that's it's really unfortunate because if things if things, you know, if I if I could have things go different, I would have King Von, you know, eventually move on from all the things that he did you know it would have been it would have been better if you know he that night when somebody informed him that Quando Rondo was at that hookah lounge it would have been better if he was like you know what fuck it man we just celebrated my album coming out like let's let's go back to the crib like it would have been so much better if he said that or you know something like that so yeah. Um that was really it for today's episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope this is something that makes y'all think 
because hey like i said this like i always say this is the hate it or love it podcast y'all may not like my opinion y'all may hate it y'all may love it but at the end of the day i bring up these conversations to build a conversation i bring up these topics to start a conversation so if you guys have anything to say about anything that i've talked about if you're on youtube put it in the comments if you're on um spotify or anywhere else listening to the audio version you know y'all can hit up my social medias and like i said let's start a conversation because that's what this podcast is start like that's what this podcast is about but um yeah all right well (laughs) all right with all that being said tevin jameer signing out see y'all on the next one match believes that adults date better because when you date as an adult you get to be a little irresponsible with really responsible people rip the clothes off someone who actually knows how to put them away fall stupidly in love with someone who's actually really smart forget being hot get them to ugly laugh ready to crush on someone who makes you feel whole If you know who you are and what you want in a relationship, Match is the place for you. Adults Wanted. Download the Match app today. Match believes that adults date better. Because when you date as an adult, you get to be a little irresponsible with really responsible people. Rip the clothes off someone who actually knows how to put them away. Fall stupidly in love with someone who's actually really smart. Forget being hot. Get them to ugly laugh. Ready to crush on someone who makes you feel whole? If you know who you are and what you want in a relationship, Match is the place for you. Adults Wanted. Download the Match app today.